Hello boys and girls, it's time for episode 87 of Near Perfect Pitch. Thanks so much for joining me and I'm delighted to be letting you know that this programme is brought to you by Heiko Schneider, the Catherines and the Balsam Choco Moment Crunchy Mint Biscuits. Yes, I'm talking to the Catherines and in keeping with uh, the show's format, the interview will be at the end of the programme. So make sure that you listen to the very, very end to uh, receive the fruits of this great chat that I have with Heiko of the Catherines and if you're not familiar with them they're from Hamburg from Germany and uh, they've been going all but five minutes and his output has been uh, just insane uh, and he did initially have a, a mantra of a chucking out a tune a day we'll get more into that uh, as, as the show unfolds um, in as much as we have that great interview with the Catherines we have all our regular features and as a reminder in case you've got amnesia as I tend to fall foul of on uh, numerous occasions per show obligatory fall ah is uh, is to be featured in the next three hours or so. Uh, Essential Wax this week is No Love Lost by uh, The Rifles. Brilliant, brilliant LP, and you'll learn more about that later as well. We have a thematic hat trick for a change in that uh, there's a semblance of a theme, and this theme is uh, that they're all Australian. Um, cover version, we've got Cover Me this week, we've got our, uh, our weekly Peel track, and, uh, and I'll tell you something, I just can't even recall what I picked for that track this week, actually. I just have to get through it in sequence. Um, and we have Tinterweb time, of course, and then... At the end of the programme, we'll be chatting with uh, Heiko from The Catherines. But first, before I get into any more stuff I'm going to be playing, let's uh, hear this by the Kitchens of Distinction. What are you doing?
been left shaking Lost the nerve, we've gone too far Yes, we had to rage so hard Gather the bruised and imperfected The cursed and the rejected We'll take them to our ship We'll fly away from here We're taking all our culture Leave them all to rust
From Ariel Pink's 11th studio LP from last year, entitled Dedicated to Bobby Jameson. That is Bubblegum Dreams, an LP track, and a beauty it is too. Kicked off the programme with Kitchens of Distinction, God bless them, from their third and last LP from 1994, entitled Cowboys and Aliens. That's not true, it's their third or fourth LPs, but their third on uh, on a major label. And uh, we have the title track uh, of Cowboys and Aliens. Now, uh, that was actually produced by uh, Pascal Gabriel, by the way. Um, coming up next, we're going to hear our first cover version of the week, uh, Cover Me Once, as it were. There's a great uh, cover version, uh, record, LP, uh, the Songs of the Human League out there. It was released in uh, 2000 and features the likes of Momus, The Sixth with Lloyd Cole, um, Stephen Merritt, Barcelona. It also features the likes of some of these cool cats like Clicks and uh, Lale Puna. And the song that we're going to be hearing is specifically Lady Tron, giving it a crack with Open Your Heart.
is uh, Austria's Naked Lunch on uh, the Tapet Records label with their brand new single Here Come the Bells again Naked Lunch and go to tapetrecords.de 
to uh, find out more and get your hands on uh, some of Naked Lunge's output. And that's Tapet with a T-A-P-E-T-E spelling. Before that, we had our first cover. We're going to be uh, having two this week, I believe, if I can get to organise enough to find the find the second one. Um, that's Lady Tron uh, having a crack at Open Your Heart by The Human League off the LP entitled Reproductions of the Human League, Love and dancing and that was released in 2000 on March Records and I don't have an awful lot by March Records a very very uh, small label it is indeed next up we're going to revisit uh, an LP that is just truly truly stellar the third and latest LP from uh, from this year by uh, by the wonderful Hookworms uh, it's entitled Microshift it's out on Domino Records and his tune called Static Resistance <laughs>
We've not heard much by the jam lately, so I thought it was timely. That is the B-side to their fifth single, David Watts. That is A-bomb in Wardour Street from 1978. And uh, that's a Ray Davies pen song, is the A-side, not the B-side that we just heard, A-bomb in Wardour Street, but uh, David Watts is a kink song that appears on the 67 Kinks LP, Something Else. Before that, Static Resistance of Hookworm's third and latest LP entitled Microshift. It is a phenomenal LP and I do hope that you've uh, been sufficiently indoctrinated to have gone out and bought it if you uh, weren't uh, on that train early in the first place. Okay, next up, rather excited to play for you the latest and greatest by Liverpool's The Real Society. DeltasonicRecords.co.uk slash artist slash the hyphen vril vryll hyphen society. Best band on God's green earth at the moment, bar none. I took her closer to the sun so she could see the wonders. I spit the difference in my God, he had a fear of going under.
Wonder stuff with like a merry-go-round. Before that, my goodness me, you were treated to something uh, quite monumental there. The Real Society, Light at the Edge of the World, their brand new single. And uh, their new record is out very, very soon in August. And I'm really, really looking forward to it. And I'll be playing loads of it, no doubt. Go to deltasonicrecords.co.uk, search The Real Society and buy and purchase all of their material. Next, we're going to go to New York and hear something by The Hold Steady. Yeah. 
message in the box. That's World Party. Boom. Ex-Waterboy Carl Wallinger. And uh, Put the Message in the Box was their second single from 1990 that appeared on their second LP also. Uh, Goodbye Jumbo from 1990. Sequestered in Memphis preceded that by the Hold Steady of their fourth LP from 2008 entitled Stay Positive. So thus far we've heard one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 
Crikey, we're 10 songs into the programme already. We've heard a couple of new releases thus far. We've heard the Naked Lunch track, uh, those Austrians with the Here Come the Bells. We've also heard the wonderful new tune by the Real Society, Light at the Edge of the World. Let me tell you what you can expect to hear now, because I've uh, been I've been remiss, haven't I, in telling you what you can expect to hear in the next uh, two, three hours or so. So next up, we've got uh, the brand new single by The Fernway, who've been on the show before. Actually, so the Real Society uh, should name drop them as well, shouldn't I? And uh, new release-wise also, we're going to be hearing some new material by Black Sedan with a bit of luck, in as much as I've got playlisted uh, some new material by Calva Louise, some new material by The Loch Ness Mouse, uh, brand new as uh, provided by Ole this week by, uh, by the handy-dandy email. Esther and Fatu Fling have all got uh, new releases out in as much as uh, Morgan Lote from uh, Stereolab has got a debut solo LP that I'm hoping to play a track from for you as well. Three songs by the Catherines uh, surrounding the interview and you can also hopefully expect to hear uh, some Sex Pistols and uh, what else we've got playlists? Oh yeah, we've got our... Uh, our uh, Antipodean Aussie hat trick to look forward to as well, and also obligatory fall, oh, essential wax. And uh, I'm sure I've missed loads and loads of other stuff too, but you get the drift, don't you? It's jam packed, put it that way. Here's the Fernway. <laughs> Searching for the oyster and the pearl For all the world is what I wanted
Drawn Boy. That's an LP track off uh, the debut record, the debut LP on Twisted Nerve Records from 2000. The Hour of Bewilderbeast, of course, and Stone on the Water is the track that we heard. And uh, that was immediately preceded by more Scouse Brilliance by The Fernway. Next time around, it's their latest single, soundcloud.com slash the hyphen Fernway, F-E-R-N-W-E-N. H. They are a phenomenal band and they've been on the programme and you'll be used to hearing their material if you are a religious listener, which I, which I indeed I hope you are. Um, it's that time of the show, kids, where it's hat-trick time. This time we're going to go down and out. It's an Aussie hat-trick and it's going to start off with this gem by Died Pretty.
suppose that question's fair enough. That is Methyl Ethel from Perth, Australia, from last year's Everything's Forgotten, their second LP, and a tune entitled Ubu. Before that, in our Aussie hat trick from Melbourne, with their fourth LP, with a song rather from their fourth LP, 1986's epic, epic record, Human Frailty. And that's a tune called Dog. And from Sydney, before that, kicking things off from their fourth LP, Doughboy Hollow from 91, Died Pretty with Doused. So that was your three in a row this week, and it was uh, very, very Australian. Hope you enjoyed it. Next up, it's time for our obligatory fall off track. And this week, we're going behind the counter.
Well, what you just heard are the fruits of a new project by journalist, author, publisher Mark Hodkinson. Um, it's off an LP entitled Adventure Lit Their Star. Go to markhodkinson.com to learn more. Black Sedan is a collective of musicians rallied by Mark himself. And there are no less than five vocalists on this record and uh, over 30 contributing musicians, one of which is uh, John Matthews uh, doing a lot of vocals, uh, the front man of uh, Manchester's The High. Anyway, we heard a song called Why Are Churches Shaped Like Rockets? And uh, you could ponder that one for, for a long, uh, long period of time, I would imagine, and, and still not to be able to come up with something valid. Interesting. Um, so that again is Black Sedan, Mark Hodkinson and his, uh, his merry mob, which uh, seems to change uh, uh, from one minute to the next. Before that, it was time for our obligatory fall art track, and we went back to 1994 to uh, their 16th LP entitled Middle Class Revolt and heard a, a beautiful tune there, melodious, mellifluous. And uh, just just very, very poppy, wasn't it? No, of course it bloody well wasn't. Behind the Counter, that was uh, a single and uh, an LP track from 1994. Now, where are we in terms of being caught up with 17 songs in tip programme? wanted to play a song by uh, Massive Attack next, and then after that I wanted to get into some, uh, some wonderful folk music. And by folk music, again, if you listen to the interviews, folk music... Uh, it's common it's common knowledge and common uh, thinking that uh, folk is such a diverse broad field that uh, it's really quite hard to quantify what what is folk and what isn't and what actually uh, personifies and exemplifies folk however having said that uh, the band that uh, I'll be playing after Massive Attack, going from trip hop to folk, which isn't uh, probably the best uh, thing to mix into, but uh, so be it. We're going to hear something by uh, The Unthanks, and I'll go into some more detail with regards to the tune that we're going to hear after we hear it. But first off, Massive Attack, title track to Mezzanine. Thank you. 
not overly sure what you might think of that, but uh, that is a work of genius, in my humble opinion. That is uh, the Unthanks, an English folk outfit known for their eclectic approach in combining traditional English folk, particularly Northumbrian folk music, with other musical genres. And this particular track is called The King of Rome, pulled off uh, 2012's Diversions Volume 2. And that's the Unthanks featuring uh, the Brighouse and Rastrick Brass Band. Just gorgeous stuff. And uh, I'll read you some more uh, information, accolade-esque type stuff. Here's Martin Freeman, uh, an actor who I'm sure you all know. All I can say about the Unthanks is that they make my heart beat faster or smile a lot or cry. They mean it, and not in some dreary, authentic way that feels like a penance for the listener, but just natural. They sing and play what the hell they like, and if you heard nicer harmonies this year, I may call you a liar. I'm glad to be around at the same time as them. That is high praise indeed. Here's a, here's a snippet from Uncut. The Unthanks seem to regard folk music the same way Miles Davis regarded jazz, as a launch pad for exploring the wider possibilities. I think that's a wonderful quote. And uh, Robert Wyatt himself says, I had to take a single summary of what Alfie and I have been doing over the years to the proverbial desert island. I, uh, I wouldn't take one of our own records. I'd take the crystal clear interpretations of the Unthanks. And learn more about them at the-unthanks.com. Wow. Now it's time for our Peel Session Track of the Week. It's our weekly Peel. But this week it also qualifies as being a cover version. Fancy that. It's the only one for 
my goodness, where to begin? That was magnificent. That was The Rifles and a tune called Peace and Quiet. I will come back to The Rifles after I uh, inform you that before we heard The Rifles, we heard The White Stripes, a appeal session from the 25th of July 2001, doing a bit of Dolly Parton. That's their take of Jolene. So that's our uh, weekly appeal for this week uh, from 2001. Also, our uh, second cover version, our Cover Me Twice feature. And before that, of course, the unthanks, the hyphen unthanks.com, the King of Rome, we heard. And a gorgeous, gorgeous tune that was. And I did forget to mention, Amnesia Strikes Once More, that uh, before we heard The King of Rome by the Unthanks, a reminder that we heard the title track of Massive Attacks, third LP Mezzanine from 1998. We went from trip hop to folk, don't forget, to, uh, to a cover version. Uh, right, so we heard Peace and Quiet there by The Rifles. That was the first single off this LP, No Love Lost, which is our essential wax this week. It's their debut record of five LPs. The single itself um, was a, a part of three singles that preceded the album in 2005. Uh, the others being When I'm Alone and A Local Boy. Uh, three singles uh, came after Local Boy to, uh, to complete the, the package of six singles to write this record. Uh, Repeated Offender came out in 2006, as did uh, She's Got Standards, and then Peace and Quiet was reissued because it's just so fab. Here's an LP track to try and convince you to get into this band and probably start by buying this debut record of theirs, uh, The Essential Wax This Week, which is No Love Lost from 2006. Here's Robin Hood. One, just one, and then I'll go. I know it's on the cards that an argument is imminent, I know But it's not like I'll get carried home It's just that I believe that she don't think I think of her when I'm on my own So, don't think that I don't need all nights with the TV They're so dear to me, but sometimes I like to lose control just one more, I promise, then I'll go Now I don't want to see that I have you screaming down the phone You should know, the only one I know That will make me laugh with the little things they do is you And only you alone So, don't think that I might be Thinking that I might leave so dear to me, but sometimes I like to lose control 
brand new single by London's Calva Louise. That's outrageous. And go to musicglue.com slash Calva Louise slash press, learn more. And I'm hoping to receive some more material uh, from the label that I can share with you in the coming weeks. Before that, Robin Hood, the second of two tracks of uh, The Rifles' wonderful No Love Lost LP from 2006, their debut of five LPs. They are, uh, to my knowledge, the finest band to come out of Chingford. The album itself was produced by Ian Brodie, who has uh, one of the best uh, production CVs on God's Green Earth. And uh, you can tell it's a beautifully produced record. Uh, and I said to you earlier that it rendered six singles, actually five singles and uh, one that was issued twice, the first song that we heard, uh, Peace and Quiet. Great, great stuff. So hopefully you're uh, sufficiently indoctrinated with the rifles and uh, know what I'm talking about as I continue to play them in the coming weeks, months, years. Now, after we heard uh, the rifles, Calvin Louise came up, but now I've got a song lined up that's dedicated entirely to FIFA and the VAR team.
Brand new single by Belgium's pop duo, Esther and Fatu. That's a track called Home. And if you want to learn more about them, go to soundcloud.com slash Esther Fatu. And that's F-A-T-O-U. That was preceded by uh, the Sex Pistols, of course. Pretty vacant. Yeah, FIFA. That is exactly what you are. Not remotely enamoured with the way FIFA have implemented VAR at this World Cup. It really is the blind leading the blind. It's just, uh, it's just a disaster, really. Uh, it should really be a very simple thing, but they've made it, uh, in typical fashion, really, really overcomplicated, inaccurate and uh, maddening, frankly. And before that, we heard Outrageous by Calva Louise. Next up, let's hear something from 1996 from the wonderful Peace at Last LP. This is uh, Paul Buchanan and Robert Bell, a.k.a. The Blue Nile. Here's a single off that LP, Happiness.
That's the Blue Nile and Happiness off their third LP, Peace at Last, from 1996. That's lulled me into some uber mellowness. Sort of like slouching in the chair here. That was lovely. Hope you enjoyed that too. Right then, up next, we're going to hear something off the debut album by uh, Morgane Lotz uh, of Stereolab. Uh, the album is called Between the Funk and the Fear. Uh, the new outfit is called Hologram Teen. And here's a song entitled Tracksuit Minotaur. Great name for a tune, that, isn't it?
Summer Sang. Brand new, brand new tune. Courtesy of Ole. Thank you, sir, for sending that through this week. That is the Loch Ness Mouse. God love them. They were on the show a few weeks ago, too, so I encourage you to go back if you haven't listened to that interview. Very, very informative indeed. And before hearing uh, the Loch Ness Mouse, fantastic stuff by uh, Morgane Lote as her new solo project as Hologram Teen has been released last week entitled Between the Funk and the Fear and that's Tracksuit Minotaur that we heard. Now it's time for this. Into have time, boys and girls, and what that entails is me sharing and imparting something uh, that I have uh, come across on uh, Tinterweb that I deem interesting. And this week, I came across this. This is the URL that you should be concerned with this week. Okay, here we go. It's uh, holdfastnetwork.com slash prol, P-R-O-L-E, hyphen art, hyphen threat. If you're a full fan, you're already halfway home, aren't you, really? So this is a, a website that uh, is dedicated to the visual aspects of the fall. And it's got wonderful uh, original artwork, uh, ranging, as I say, from the wonderful to the inane. Um, but it's got everything covered here from uh, my, uh, Marky Smith face masks to original artwork, cartoon strips, uh, and some fairly articulate stuff here. A lot of stuff that I have not seen on any other platform, i.e. Instagram, uh, Pinterest, uh, or even Twitter. So there's a lot of stuff here that uh, I think you will only find on this page. Anyway, if you're a full fan, which I hope you are, or, or soon developing into, or, or have developed into lately, go to holdfastnetwork.com slash prol hyphen art hyphen threat. And uh, Bob will indeed then be your uncle. Uh, now it's time to get into the wonderment that is the Catherines.
Now isn't that superb? That's the Catherines with a single from earlier this year. Every time you say it's okay, I know it is okay. That is being really, really cocksure. And uh, he, must be, uh, he must be very, very trusting of who he wrote that song about. Uh, the talent behind this band is uh, Heiko Schneider. And uh, Heiko resides in Hamburg. And uh, since 2017, when he just categoric, categorically rather just decided to get on with uh, things himself, he's been churning out music like it's some kind of mission. Um, and his girlfriend has recently joined the band uh, to add a second set of vocals. Uh, the female vocals are provided by Sandra Ost. Now, we're going to learn a lot more uh, during the interview, uh, but I want to give you a couple of URLs uh, first to be getting on with, the catherines.bandcamp.com and uh, the LP itself, uh, the 8-track cassette slash LP, Mondo Canapé Records, that's a Mondo as you'd expect, Canapé, C-A-N-A-P-E Records, all one word, .bandcamp.com. So that's the song I chose to play, uh, I really, really like that single, and uh, the next uh, two songs which are going to surround the interview are uh, chosen by Heiko himself. Starting with this one before we get into the interview, uh, a song that's uh, featured on the debut uh, eight-tracker self-titled affair, May I Say I Love You or Will You Faint?
have it. And that is May I Say I Love You or Will You Faint. Uh, the sixth track on the uh, the eight-track affair, which you can get your hands on at mondocanapayrecords.bandcamp.com. Now it's over to Heiko and myself for a chat that I'm sure you'll enjoy. I'll be back afterwards to wrap things up with one more song by the Catherines and saying my goodbyes. Enjoy. Yes, hello. hello. Yes, hello. Is this Heiko? Yeah, this is Heiko. Is it Sarah? It is. It is. How are you doing? I'm fine. Very good. I'm right to my, my router because you... Uh, do you hear me okay? It's it's quite clear, yeah. Yeah, so I'm, 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 I'm quite happy with it, provided the audio quality stays the same. We should be all right. Okay, now I hear you fine. Excellent. So um, what's happening in your world? Have you, did you watch uh, just finish watching the, uh, the Belgium game or were you not interested? Uh, I, I watched the first half, but then it was already clear that they were winning and then I did some, did some uh, mastering on the new track actually <laughs> because I'm working on a cover version for a sampler and, and I, I, I will fix it this weekend and so I, 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 I ran between television and, and my uh, MacBook. <laughs> Fantastic. So well, while we're talking about that, before we get into the, the questions I already had down, I was actually going to ask you about cover versions, and let's talk about that now. Are you, are you able to tell us what cover you're recording and what compilation it's going to end up on? Yes, uh, compilation. I think that the name is T86 because it's all all the tracks from that era. Okay. And it's, it's done by... Uh, I think the label is Far Away Radiate by Stella. You, you should probably know her from now. Yes, of course. Band. Yes, of course. It's, it's Stella's project. Okay, good. I'm really glad that you're involved with that because that's going to be great. Yeah, I, I, I did a remix for them and, and she asked me if I want to participate on this compilation and I, yeah, and I, I said yes. What did you, what did you choose to, uh, to uh, cover, Heiko? I'm doing a cover of uh, Emma South by the Field Mice. Oh, and, uh, great song, and it, it works out really good, I hope. Well, uh, if it's in keeping with your other work, I'm sure it'll be fine. That's great. I'm really looking forward to that. Because, yeah, because uh, Estella was talking about that some, some, uh, some weeks ago, and I'm, I'm, I'm hoping to, to get yeah. that, to be able to share that with everybody quickly. Um, now, you are, to say the least, a very, very prolific. Uh, quick turnaround type of guy, and could you, uh, could you try and articulate to the listening audience that you have this mantra, if you like, whereby you say that every song, every every recording shouldn't take longer than one evening, uh, often accompanied by yeah. joy, you know, some joy, wine, and cigarettes, and I would imagine that involves the good company of other people. So you're 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 saying categorically that. There's no excuse to take longer than a day to, 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 to record a song. Well, I, I have to admit that was uh, in the start. I, I started uh, early last year. Yes. And I did the first four or five songs, actually, each uh, at one, one take. Uh, no, not one take, because I, 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 I record multi-tracks, but uh, one evening, and I, I it was like a jam session with myself and I try to um, write and record at the same time and put like five, six hours and I try to lay down as many tracks as I could in this time, all the guitars and, and the bass and the drums 
and sing and, and actually it, it took me the first three, four songs actually didn't took me longer than one day, uh, one evening, one night. Yes. Um, but but the last track I, on, on this um, A-track cassette by Mondo Canapé, where there were, were some tracks where I, I did all the, the master mixing, the mastering, some overdubs, and, and these beats took me longer than one evening, I have to admit. But the initial idea was to, to record as fast as I could and to, to think as little about uh, what could be different and what could be better because like first first idea, first take, uh, let the take uh, happen and have the accident. Uh, yes, <laughs> and, of course. Um, that was the idea. Well, it, well, it, it, it's, it's a wonderful, it's a wonderful mantra. And it's a wonderful, it's a wonderful uh, process. And, and if, uh, if and when you, uh, I share, share the website and, and your Bandcamp page, for instance, your output, yeah. your output is 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 incredible. The amount of material you put out, and it's not just yeah. it's not just incredible and impressive. Um, it, it looks at first glance like it's the works of uh, you know five six years. Uh, everything from from the yeah. art the artwork to the actual music itself is uh, is something you should be very proud of. I was going to ask you. Um, it's well documented your love of the jingle jangle. I mean, that, that's 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 an obvious thing, and, and uh, it's 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 if we, if we were to label you, you're very much a jingle jangle indie indie pop band. However, yeah. um, you know, in, in, I, I look at what you put out since 2017. It blows my mind. But what was what was going on prior to that that you? I understand you were you know you were in several different incarnations of bands with other people. What was, what was the single single most frustrating aspect about that that led you to say, okay, I've had enough of this, I'm going to do it my way now? Well, uh, frustration, well, there were two projects at the same time. One was uh, totally different, was like a retro disco punk project, where I was like, like 80 Cheek and KBO and Death Band kind of thing. Wow. Where I did all... Uh, where I did all the programming for for the uh, drums and and synth sound and and when we um, when we performed live we were adding guitars and bass bass guitar and things yeah and that was, went really well for for a couple of years and we uh, did some performances and and but there were some tension between the three of us the three three people yes. And then I then I met uh, a singer, uh, and we had the idea for uh, a soft pop project um, called the Fitting of Blur or Blur, and um, and we did a couple of songs where I did all the music, and there I went really into uh, like arrangement. It, it was all of a sudden I I, I had an orchestra to arrange. It it was fine, but it was really. Uh, time-consuming because I have to think of like I have 60 musicians and what could the symphony do, what could the strings do. What it was really fun and it was really um, a, a great experience, but it was so time-consuming and so um, uh, and all these, these different versions. And there was was some times where I thought um, this is too much. I I, I spent too much. Like all all night uh, trying to arrange things, and and then it turned out not uh, the singer said, well, it's not so so good, and so and so, and and then I wanted to do something really simple, like really one guitar, one bass, one drum, uh, three chords, and like a, 
punkish uh, um, attitude. Yes. And, and whether, yeah, and the, yeah, the frustration is maybe a too strong a word, but uh, it was too. Yeah, I spent too much time on one song, and it took me like weeks for one song. Yes. And then then released it on on Bandcamp, so much, not much you can. So this one cover version of Stuart uh, Moxham's song, uh, the gist song on the on the compilation. Yes. And and that was the only publication, but I I worked all a month for this song, and it was I'm, it was simply too 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 much stress for too little uh, output. No, I've got you. So you you, you, know, you you love the idea of immediacy, being able to have a final product very quickly and be able to move on to the next thing. Yeah, and I, I, when I started this uh, test screen thing, I, I didn't think of really publishing because uh, all this Bandcamp uh, stuff, uh, the singer did all this Bandcamp publishing, and I, I hadn't had really, I had no idea what this Bandcamp really is. I, yeah. I, I, I've heard of it, but... And then I, I asked him, yeah, you should, you should uh, put your songs on this. And, and then this, I started in January last year. And, and yeah, like you said, there were so many songs coming. Yes. <laughs> and I put them out every two, three weeks. And yeah. Well, it's, 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 it's impressive. And I'm really glad that you did envelop Bandcamp. Otherwise, I don't think we'd be talking quite yet anyway. Um, the, the, yeah. you, you decided to call the band the Catherines. That's that's the name of my my beloved grandmother, Catherine with a C. How did you how did you come come about the name? It's just just curious because I always get particularly uh, curious about um, not you know bands who whose 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 mother tongue is not English who choose an English name for their band. If that makes sense. So why did you have well, to call them the name? Yeah. There's not really a story to it. Well, that's an honest answer. That's okay. <laughs> you don't have to make one up either. No, that's, it's fine. I was just curious. Well, I, well, I, I, when, when I started to record, I, um, I had, and I, and I wondered what, what uh, name I should give this project because it was only me at, at the beginning. Uh, I think. Uh, I developed like an idea of a band, and and the, and the band should the name should be a verb something uh, band because it, I I thought it would fit into the genre. And Catherine, I, I don't really know. Maybe I saw a picture or a movie with Catherine the Nurse because it was the, the, the images of the first covers were Catherine yes. Nurse photos, and yeah. and so it, uh, yeah, I, I think that was the the initial idea. Well, maybe it's a verb name. <laughs> It's just subliminal. It's just been maybe it's just been sitting in the back of your mind for all these years and just waiting to be uh, waiting to manifest itself. Um, now, this, this is this is a very vague question, but but, but I think it's, it's it's one worth asking because of your your technique, as it were. Uh, and what I mean by that is is is, is the speed by which you write and uh, and, and 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 produce finished product. Now, do you have a do you have a set process? And by that I mean, are you are you record are you demoing demoing live to tape and then finessing it? I mean, what do you have a rigid process that, that you follow, or, or, or is or is it a little bit more loose? Well, I in um, the first when I started, I and I, I record with with Logic Pro X with this, with the with program from from Apple or on my MacBook. Yeah. And I, I um 
I kind of invented a, a rehearsal room where I put all the amps and the guitars and the drums and the bass. And basically, I all, always use the same uh, outfit, the, okay. same, uh, the same amps, the same... Uh, the, same set, the same settings then, right? It's, it's like presets, yeah? Same yeah. Setting. yeah. I, I try to, to um, like, like I go into a room with this virtual band and everybody has this amp and has sound and, and, and we start, I mean, I, when I record my set, it's not so schizophrenic as it sounds right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, 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 I kind of have these roles, I have these, these guitarists with this crushed sound, I have this uh, guitarist with this acoustic guitar, I have this bass player with this. Uh, orange amp and, and so forth, and and the drum. I even sometimes I use uh, kind of the same mistake or the same drum fill for the drum sound because it's really hard to get a, a program drum to sound any anywhere near a, a plate a human uh, drum sound. Yes, and and I I try to I try to not, I, I, that it sounds not too um, sterile or too, too, too perfect, and I, I, I try to get some mistakes into it and so forth. And basically, it's all the, the same setup. When I start recording, I have in this program all the like 30 amps and 30 uh, drum uh, pieces. Yeah, and then I start um, with an with, with acoustic guitar and voice, and I sing. Uh, I, I, First, the starting point is always the title. I, I'm looking for a really long title that, like, yes, you, of, and you're very and you're very good at it as well. You're very good at choosing long <laughs> titles. And sometimes I had only the title when I when I sat down and and, and I tried to sing the title as long as it um, sounded good, as long as it had it like a hook, and and then I tried to. Get around the title. The title is always the starting point. Okay. Okay. So that's a, that's a clue, a little bit of a clue into the process. Okay. Now, now, as, yeah. as, as it stands right now, um, is it safe to say that you're a band? Because who who are the permanent members now? Because I, I know that you know recently there's, there's been the there's been the addition of Sandra. We can talk about Sandra in a second. But are there any other members of the band that are mainstays aside from yourself? No, it's just myself. Yeah, yeah. So, so just, I just want to clarify that because I've, I understand the recording process, but if you do play live, I'm just wondering, uh, will you need to start bringing in uh, actual physical human beings to, to constitute a band in addition to yourself and Sandra? Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm proposing that, that if you want to play live, what, what would you do in a live situation if you were, if you were, you know, if you wanted to start gigging? Uh, how would you how would you reproduce the sound with just the two of you? Uh, I haven't thought about thought about that. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you know, I tell you, I love you, I love your honesty. You, you don't embellish it at all. Um, so, so it's yourself right now, of course. I just wanted to clarify that there, you know, there wasn't uh, you know additional members. Now, how did the how did the uh, the meeting with with Sandra and how did that come about that she she she's kind of joined the band permanently? It seems. Uh, well, she's my girlfriend, it's his guy, and she, um, I asked her one, one time, um, uh, maybe uh, a friend, I, I was talking to this friend, and he said, what are you doing with 
kind of pre video uh, game. Hi, Co. Hi, Co. I don't mean to. Hi, Co. I don't mean to interrupt yeah. you. Uh, the, the reception's a little bit poor. Uh, have you been walking around? Or, or, or I, uh, I'm just having difficulty hearing you. Uh, the, the, the audio quality's dipped okay. a, dipped a little bit. Is it better now? It is. Yeah, you, you might have moved slightly in the in the flat there. I'm not quite sure. Um, sorry. No. So 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 Sandra's your girlfriend. That of course is is a very very important reason. But but more to the point, she's got a gorgeous voice. Thank you. I will tell her that. Well, I, I'm, I'm sure I'm not the first person to have told her that, but it's it, it, it's the truth. <laughs> I told um, her before. She does. She has a, she has a gorgeous voice. Now, now, of course, so, so, so I appreciate the dynamic. She's your girlfriend. She's got a great voice. But but how did how did it just how did it come about? So hey, do you want to be in the band? Or did she say hey, I think you need need my brilliant voice on your material? What what happened? Well, I, well, I was talking to this friend, and he said, when when you're working in the genre Twee and 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 Django and C eighty six, you have, you should have a, a female singer in it because all all the great bands like the Facebook and and of course Bella Sebastian, but all the all the eighties bands also, they were doing this kind of duet thing, like the, the male singer, the female singer, and the changing, and 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 you should do this because. If you don't have a female voice, and it's not really twee, <laughs> and um, <laughs> I, I never thought about me being or doing uh, twee sound, and it's not really uh, in, in this genre, but it has kind of a, a twee flair sometimes. And and we uh, yeah we tried it, and yeah I think the voices fit really well together, and yeah she she adds a little extra. Yeah, and you know we'll. We're doing this cover version for this compilation also as a, as a duet, like the Field Mice. Beautiful. Uh, yeah. Well, that's and, lovely. Yeah. So that's 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 that's. It's kind of formulaic, as you say. You know, you can't be a jingle jangle twee band without there being a male and female vocalist. I think that's kind of funny. I know, and to be truthful, I've never, I've never really thought of it in those kind of terms before. But it seems to be formulaic. It's something that's uh, that's uh, that's a common thread, isn't it? Um, I was I was wondering yeah. how, how you after all these wonderful Bandcamp releases um, that not just sound good but look good as well. Uh, what, what was the yeah. what was the the, the reasoning behind joining uh, Mondo Canapé uh, as 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 the label for the LP itself? How did, how did this uh, happen? You yeah, mean? yeah. I'm just curious because it's it's a wonderful little boutique label, and I think that you looked very very at home there. How, how did it happen? Well, uh, this, uh, this the Mondo Canapé guy, uh, his name is P.P., and he, he uh, asked me uh, one day, uh, he wrote me an email, and, or, or on Facebook, I guess, uh, if I'd like to be on this on this label and, and do a cassette. And I said, yes, sure. And uh, I sent him uh, some songs, and he did the artwork, which, which is really beautiful. It is, it is beautiful, yeah. It's a gorgeous, it's a gorgeous yeah. sleeve, yeah. It's, 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 so you started you started with the the, the cassette release and, and, and that, that that was a beautiful introduction for anybody who you know wasn't familiar with your material. Do you, yeah. do, are are you um are you a fan of uh, other artists on the label? On the Mondo. On the Mondo kind of thing. Yes. Yeah. But, but, yeah. I think it's really fine. Though. I mean, he doesn't have uh, that much output. Either. I think he releases every half a year or something. That's it. And, yeah. uh, but 
Yeah, but it's great. I mean, he's doing uh, a great job designing uh, these releases, and and it's, it's only 50, uh, it's edition of 50, so it's, it was immediately sold out. Of course. <laughs> like, like a week or two weeks or so. But uh, yeah, it was great. I'm really happy for you because it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a great little label and you just look completely, completely at home on, 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 on the label there. Um, I, was, I was wondering, um, yeah. I was wondering because you live in, uh, I mean, Hamburg is a, vibrant, uh, is a vibrant city. My cousin's just moved there actually and he, he couldn't be happier. So it's just an absolutely wonderful place to live. Um, um, yeah. And of course, G Germany, Germany has never not had a scene, just like anywhere else. It just it just depends on who in the media gives gives any given scene some prominence or some ink. But are there are there any bands that you think that we don't know about that you think we should know about? Uh, in Hamburg, or you mean in, uh, just in general? I I just love to know more about the German scene because um, I, I'm perpetually surprised by by what what emanates from Germany. Um, it's not prolific, but um, what, what, what comes out in the English language in the genre of music that I like, I'm, I'm always immensely impressed. I'm just wondering if there are any bands that uh, perhaps sing in the English language that, that, that we might not be aware of that you think we should be. Yeah. Well, I, I couldn't really name one or, 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 um, or band, but what fascinates me or what... what um, Surprises me if each time I'm on Bandcamp or I I, I see somebody. If you I mean you know it. You follow people and you see what they are buying or what they are listening to. Yeah. And it's, so it's, it's such incredibly many bands where where you think how where have they been before before Bandcamp was invented or or anything or the or the, yes. the online because um, I have. I've heard so many good, great bands from Sweden and from, from Denmark, and um, actually not so many from Germany. <laughs> <laughs> I really like in, in, in this genre, you, you know, uh, um, I couldn't, I, I couldn't, I, um, Stephen Shaw, I think they're from Sweden, um, I've I heard recently, um, no, I didn't. And also now, of course. Well, now I've been on the show, of course, and, and uh, they they introduced me to you, and, and uh, it's it's a wonderful community in in, in that regard. Um, yeah. I I I was just uh, I was just curious um, because I I am can Bandcamp blows me away, frankly. I play about thirty thirty five songs a week on the show, and I'm yeah. I'm I'm forever on Bandcamp um, because it has taken over, I used to be in the music industry as a rep myself and used to rep, you know, dozens and dozens of labels and indie labels and Bandcamp really has took, took the industry by the scruff of the neck and empowered the artist and I'm continually blown away by the quality of music on there, whether it, whether it's, I, I'm, I'm playing stuff from Mexico, I'm playing stuff from Indonesia, I'm playing stuff from far flung reaches of, of the planet. Uh, and it's it's yeah. just it's just a joy, and and I spend an awful lot of time there. I'm very glad that you're leveraging that that very savvy audience who actually uh, know what they're doing, but they're also willing to listen and and, and discover. Because the place Bandcamp is a place of discovery, essentially. Yeah, and what's funny with the Catherine, I, I I see where the, um, where the people come from who who buy or who uh, who listen to the song, and it's like. 
5% from Germany and all the other percent of, of percentage of, of listeners are from all over the world. I mean, yes. Canada, from, from Australia, Spain. It's wonderful. And it's, so, it's so great that yeah. this guest in Japan. I have uh, um, uh, good followers from Japan. And, and it's so um, thrilling that, that you know that your songs are listened to all over the world. And that, that's really very great. rewarding. Really very rewarding. And it, I, it, go ahead. When I started to, doing music, I, I, I played in, in, in little uh, venues for 50 people, and they're all from Hamburg. <laughs> and <laughs> I expect to play to like 50 people, but they are from all over the world. It's really changing a lot. And it's, it's great response and it's so fulfilling. It is. It's very, very rewarding. I, I, I mean, I've got a very, very tenuous parallel in that in that I, I just get a yeah. kick. I get a kick out of who listens to the show. I can see where the show is listened to, and it's a beautiful thing for yeah. you to, for you to create and me yeah. to play my tiny, tiny part in sharing the wonderful works of people such as yourself. It, it, it's 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 a beautiful thing. Um, I sound. I want to start crying and getting emotional now. Um, I was going to ask yeah. you. Um, I'm going to be playing three of your delicious tunes around this interview. I've already chosen one. I was, I was hoping that you could choose two songs by the Catherines that, that uh, you can curate for the listenership. So what, what two songs would you like me to play? Um, what, what did you choose? I'm not even going to tell you because that would be tell us a surprise. So if, if, if you end up choosing okay. the same one as me, I'll tell you. <laughs> Um, well, I kind of like, um, I just, uh, yeah, what, what was the song, um, sorry, sorry, I have to think, may I say I love you or will you sing, it's really great. I also like this, um, I have two uh, slower songs, which I really like, um, Good Golly Goo is like, the yeah, single yeah. from one day, yeah. it's really catchy, well, well, and, well, yeah, that's, and the last song, uh, every time you say it's okay, which I like this a lot, with all the Jingle Jangle Birdish uh, guitars well, to and be, Android on it too. Well, to be truthful, I I, I was going to play uh, every time, so so we've got we've got the three, oh, we've got the three. So that that's great. That, that's kind of cool that we, we we picked at least one of them was the same. Um, so, so that's going to be broadcast, well, broadcast, it's going to be uploaded by Monday, and I'm really looking forward to it, and I'm looking forward to sharing this with the, with the, with the listening audience, because uh, I'm just so grateful to the chain of events that led me to NARP, that in turn led me to uh, Estella and Abe, and then, then uh, led, me, led me to discover your music, and I, in turn, pass on that, uh, pass on that sentiment to the people that listen to the programme. So let's hope that we can uh, get more prominence for the Catherines, and... and Keep keep on keep on yeah, keeping on because because I I just love what you do I I I love every aspect I love the artwork I love your lengthy titles I love the lyrics and to be truth <laughs> and to be truthful it's it's hard to keep up because of course I like to familiarise myself with songs and it takes me a while yeah. sometimes and and sometimes you're producing them quicker than we can get used to them <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's 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 not a big big problem. And I was going to ask you, um, as I ask everybody, and it might not have as much uh, prominence with you, but although I've asked my fair share of German artists, hypothetically, you, uh, you're you in Canada visiting my place after a, a, a gig or what have you, and uh, yourself and, uh, and Sandra have got a, got a hot cup of tea or a hot coffee, and I bring out the biscuit tin, 
It's a magic biscuit tin, though, yeah. Heiko. So, so what, what biscuit would you choose if you had license to choose any biscuit, past, present, or future? What would you choose? I didn't really get what, what would I choose? What? Biscuit, like, you know, a, a cookie, biscuit. So, so you, you can choose any biscuit. Biscuit? Yeah. So, so a, biscuit? A, a cookie, you know. What do you call that in Germany? Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I could choose German cookie. Like, any cookie, any cookie. I mean, <laughs> you can make one up. What, if, if you could choose anything by magic that would magically appear in your hand, what would you choose? Every every artist that I interview, at the end of the interview, yeah. I, I ask them essentially if they were hypothetically, if they were around my house having a cup of tea and I brought out the magic biscuit tin, you could choose any biscuit to have with your cup of tea, what would you choose? Do you know what a biscuit well, is? Are you familiar with a the chocolate? A chocolate and mint, I would say. A chocolate and mint, okay. Be, be a bit more specific because I have a very articulate infographic that places people like yourself right next to their favourite biscuit. So a chocolate mint what? Is there a particular chocolate mint biscuit that you uh, are fond of? No, you should you should do it by yourself. Okay, you it. okay, okay. I, I'll... I'll, I'll I'll employ some creative license and come up with a decent chocolate mint uh, combination for you. Uh, I'm sorry to spend so much yeah. time on a completely trivial question. It's just something that we do for fun. <laughs> we just do it for fun at the end of every interview. But but in the meantime, oh, in the meantime, I'm sorry for being something that didn't get. The oh, cracky! No, you're not. You're not expected to. We're here to talk about your art and your creativity, and I'm talking about biscuits. Don't worry about it. Um, so so. Oh, yeah, but I will do. But I will do a song with. Yeah. Well, I tell you what, I'd, I would be, I'd be honoured. Please write a song a called. Yeah, have a, have it like I, you know, a, a song called "I Struggled with the Magic Biscuit Tin" or something like that. That'll be fantastic, and I'll be forever in your debt. That'd be my, that'd be my theme. I think I will have it finished at least in August. Okay, I was going to say, I expect it quicker than that. I expect it after the Germany Sweden game. Come on, you're getting, you're getting slow here. We need to. Get yeah. <laughs> but, but in all seriousness, thank you very I, much. I have, to do the song, I have to do the song for this compilation first. I, I, I think Estella's waiting. Yeah, it's, it's so Estella's. Uh, Estella's looking at her watch going, come on, you passed deadline, I need that track. Hurry up, please. Um, yeah. So, so I'm not sure whether to wish you luck or not with the, with the football, but I'd be very surprised if you get beaten. But I would imagine that that's your next major thing that you're going to be doing is turning on the TV. Well, yeah, we're... we're Doing some, uh, we're thinking about what to eat because when we we're losing to Mexico uh, last week, I, I did a really big chili con carne, so I, I wouldn't uh, dish any Swedish. So no. I'm thinking about sauerkraut, sauerkraut and gurkien. Yeah, and throw all your IKEA furniture out the window. That might help. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, best best of luck. And in the meantime, it's been an absolute pleasure, and hopefully, in the next few months, we can do a catch up and and and. Uh, you know, see what you've been doing in, in, in the interim. So I'm really looking forward to the new material. Please keep in touch and I'll be uh, back in touch with yeah. you very, very, I'll be in touch very soon with all the details for the, uh, for the podcast itself. Thank you. Thank you very much. It was really a pleasure. And I, I will send you the business from the first. Oh, bless you, Arte. If that comes to fruition, you, I'll be one seriously, seriously happy bunny. That's brilliant. I really appreciate that. So in the meantime, best of luck with the football and uh, I'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Take care. Bye. Bye.
Cheers, you too. Not your average uh, story, that one, is it really? Heiko's uh, work ethic seems to be an anomaly. Uh, it's working for him and it's working for us who love his music. He just keeps churning it out. The Catherine.bandcamp.com, MondoCanapeRecords.bandcamp.com. The last song that uh, Heiko himself chose. Good golly goo, I never thought that I could love someone as much as I love you. Is immense, isn't it? That's off uh, another track off the uh, the debut eight tracker, which you can get at mondocanapérecords.bandcamp.com. That's three by uh, the Catherines. That is a tidy interview with Heiko, and that is a load of songs that I've chucked your way, which I do hope you enjoyed. Um, 
as is the norm, it's my usual weekly grovel to you to actually implore you and, uh, and uh, ask quite nicely uh, that if you enjoy the programme, which I hope you do, uh, share it with somebody. Just let someone uh, know that there's a, a decent music programme out there that uh, you think they'll like and I'll be eternally grateful. On that note, uh, I'm off. I'm off. I'm free as a bird right now. And uh, I hope you enjoy this podcast. This is number 87 of Near Perfect Pitch. Back next week for number 88. Ta-ra. <laughs>